Everybody, welcome back to another episode of War Stories from the Music Front. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Michael Brandvold, and as always, I'm joined by Lauren Weissman, who, again, sitting in beautiful Southern California. Morning, Michael. <laughs> How you doing, Lauren? Doing wonderful. So today, we kind of got a little bit of war stories from both of us on the same topic of YouTube. And what I wanted was kind of a negative side of YouTube, and you're going to counter it with something positive. Mine is related to understanding the difference between a video that's unlisted and a video that's private. So I work with a lot of clients who are releasing music videos and you're setting them up and you're planning them in advance. You're saying, you know, this video is going to be released in two weeks, but it's done. And obviously people need to see it in your team and to work with it. So you load it up on YouTube and you mark it as unlisted because you don't want it to show up in your channel. Okay, great. It doesn't show up in your channel, but it still can be found. It won't be found through a YouTube search, and it won't be found through a YouTube recommendation. But Google can find it. Google search can find an unlisted video. And I've had clients who have unlisted videos, and sure enough, the fans know there's a new video coming out. And fans are ravenous. Don't <laughs> underestimate what they will spend hours doing. <laughs> they spend hours searching Google for this video name, the song name, YouTube, blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, they found the unlisted video. And as soon as they find it, they don't know what you're doing. It's up on the message boards. It's being shared. And now what have you got? Your video that was supposed to be released in two weeks leaked out. The, the, the excitement is gone. Yes, you can immediately jump in there and mark it to private, but you've sort of lost the surprise factor. <laughs> so, so what my story is basically is understanding that if you have something on YouTube that you do not want fans to find, mark the video as private. And what that then means is anybody you want to see that video, you have to see put their email address in a little drop-down list of people who are approved to see this video. And YouTube will let every one of those people watch the video, do whatever they need. But it does not appear anywhere. It, private means just that. It's a completely private video. It can't be shared. It can't be embedded. You can give that link to anybody you want, and if somebody lands on it, it just shows up with a screen that says you can't. this video can't be viewed unlisted is not private <laughs> it's so important i can't tell you you know I, I i like i said i had one client that had a major screw-up happen by this and i've had other clients where before the screw-ups have happened i'm like all right i'm marking the video private and they're like oh no 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 we need everybody in the record label to be able to see this i'm like you can trust us we're not going to share it i'm like it's not about you that i'm worried about it's the fans just give me the email address of everybody who needs to see it, and I will give them permission. Understand the difference between an unlisted and a private video. Trust me, it will save you a lot of headaches at some point in time. Everything has to be everything has to be rolled out the right way. Maybe you have five videos that need to be that need to be private, but I, I couldn't agree with you more. It, it, it's it's crucial in your branding, in your marketing, in releasing things. And yes, as you grow. 
those fans and telling a fan, oh, please don't leak this. That's telling them going to leak to it. Excite them, and it's it's exciting, and it's 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 an amazing thing. As annoying as it might seem, you've got somebody that's digging in to try to see something first, and a whole bunch of people want to experience that. And while that's wonderful. Just like you're saying, Michael, protecting yourself, keeping it private. You know, I've, I mean, between keeping things private on YouTube to uploading something to Dropbox and letting so- one person be able to view it or, you know, putting it on the backside of your website with a, a permission thing. Just be even beyond the, the privacy tab on YouTube or loading up anything. If you don't want people to see it, be careful whatever you put up. And in the same way, and, and, and doing the same thing, really be careful what videos you have on the channel that represents your band that you might be doing that's fun and other people might not get. Have those private channels, personal channels that if you're making some joke about a member of the band that everybody inside the band and friends are going to get, but then a fan gets it and becomes really offended and puts that out around the internet, that can cause you problems. Try to stay linear with the materials that you put out because your sense of humor might not be received by everybody on the same level of that war story. I've seen some people say, oh, we're just going to put these as unlisted and they're joke videos about some stuff that, that, that happened on the bus. And then a fan finds them, they move them through, and what was a joke or something soft-hearted makes you a horrible person yep. or a racist or evil or whatever else. So in the middle of the privatization also watch what you're putting up and putting out there because those fans are going to find it (laughs) yeah yeah i mean as your band listen if you're just starting out and you've got no fan base i would say don't worry about it nobody's looking for you (laughs) you know I, i hate to be honest but nobody's looking for you at this point in time but if you've done a national tour and you've got a growing fan base and you're growing in popularity people fans are going to be seeking stuff out and they know they know that you know you just filmed a video last month for this song so they're going to start looking for that video they want to be the first ones to see it and and feel honored that people are doing that i mean that that means you've taken things to another level that people really want to to find out what's going on before everybody else but that also means now you have to treat things differently and and you know you don't want that that release schedule that release plan to be disrupted because the video leaks because you left the first single in a public dropbox folder <laughs> you know just think about those things <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all too all too similar, all too familiar. It, you just got to laugh and, at. And listen, I you know this happens from the smallest bands to the biggest bands, the smallest indie label to the biggest multi-international conglomerate labels of the world. Stuff like this happens at every level. So I, I I'm not saying you know it disappears when you become a multi-platinum band, you know. To some extent, it probably becomes more of a pro. It becomes m- more likely to happen at that level because you're so busy and people are so busy doing a million different things that they don't want to spend that little extra time. But you've oh, got, absolutely. you know, it's your job to point out to somebody and say, "Listen, I'm sending you the video, but I want this marked private." <laughs> when you upload it, mark it private. I mean, it's up to you to to take that lead. <laughs> 
I just, I just think of all the people that put stuff up. And, well, they can't see it. I can't see it. It must not be there. <laughs> you put it on the internet. You have fans. Listen, Google can see everything. <laughs> Google sees it all. <laughs> and if somebody wants to spend enough time and click through to the 20th search result page on a Google search term, they might just find it. <laughs> and believe me, fans will do that. Absolutely. So did you have did you have something you wanted to add to this from a well, what, kind of a positive spin? Well, what you just mentioned, fans will find it. And what you mentioned a couple minutes before, when you're a new band, nobody's looking for you. Kind of combining a, a, a positive spin off of what you talked about. How do you get found on YouTube if nobody's looking for you and you have no fans to find you? Your band name might not be that recognizable or you're just starting out so what is the best thing to do is it putting up five ten videos of your band name on the front is it the idea of putting up the song is it the idea of trying to share the same song over and over and over again this sort of positive spin on a war story is a personal war story for me and what what happened with with me with my career the bulk of my career i was a session touring and ghost drummer so even before the internet, I wasn't really that out there. And then as I crossed over to becoming a consultant, you know, nobody's looking for Lauren Wiseman. And that's okay. I, I believe that the information that I have, just as bands believe the music that they have, is solid enough, should be heard, should be listened to. But why would anyone search, why would anyone search my name? So in, in attacking that, I went to YouTube. I got some help from some friends. And we found that on YouTube, one of the most effective, productive, and ways to not only build views, which are only so important, but also conversions, was to get, get your searches going up on what people are searching for. If you go into YouTube and search music consultant, music business consultant, music industry consultant, or a term that I'm working on the branding of right now, branding fool, all four of those, I'm showing up in the top 10. Some of those pages I'm showing up number one. And the idea is instead of titling these videos as my name or me, I'm titling the topics and then giving the information that people want. For example, if you search branding fool in YouTube, in the top five, you're going to see an introduction video of my back getting my logo waxed out of it. It was incredibly painful, but it's garnered a good couple hundred views in the first couple days and been a great thing for a press release for the, the coming book tour. On the same level, if you, if you look up music business book, you'll find my book in that top five. The thing that I'm trying to get, get across is take the humility sense of it's not necessarily your name, but it's your music, it's your service. And this goes for restaurants. This goes for clothing lines. We got lost in that sense of that Mad Men branding. And Mad Men even turned it over to saying, what are we connecting with, with that brand? When it comes to YouTube, what kind of music, what kind of comparisons, what aspects of your bio, what aspects of your band bio or album bio can you attack? Not just some song name, but the things that people are searching on. And if you find that primary keyword, and this is digging in a little deep, we'll cut it after this, but 
that primary keyword where you continually repeat it, saving the video as, putting it in the title, repeating it again a couple times in the description, and then reinforcing it as a, as a keyword, as a tag, you're going to find your way up through YouTube that much faster. 97% of people, what they're searching for when it comes to music, clothing, food, all these different brands, they're leaning through videos. So to be able to attack YouTube in that way can save you a fortune and can get that much more recognition. Stop worrying about a single music video that you just want to push and push and push. Put up two to three videos a week. Get the brand, your message, and what you want out there, and you'll find that conversion, and you'll find more fans and more people finding you through looking for what they want, which leads them to you. I, I would go as far as saying... If you're going to upload a video and do nothing with that video after you've uploaded it to YouTube, don't waste your time. Don't even upload it. Um, again, clients, I've, I've gone in and I've seen clients and I go into their YouTube channels and there's like 14 videos. First video is titled IMG underscore 66753.mov. <laughs> <laughs> There's no keywords and there was no description. Dude, sorry. Why did you even put that up there? Nobody will find that. Guaranteed. I can guarantee you no one will stumble across that video. You have to do, you know, everything that Lauren just talked about is spot on. But if you want, like, just three or four real basic things, you have to change the title of your video. By default, it uses the file name of the file you uploaded. Change the title. You have to put a description in there. That description is searched. You have to put keywords in. Keywords are searched. And in your description, the very first line of your description, put the full URL to your website, your iTunes page, your Bandcamp page, something. I see so many artists who upload the video. Yeah, they make a quick change to the title. Yeah, there's six keywords in there. But in the description, there's nothing that says click here to go buy this. I just watched your video and I like it. How do I know where to go? Where do I find more information of you? And don't put it at the very bottom of a long block of copy because that will not show up unless I click the more button. Literally, you got about the first two lines will show up. So you have to put something that says visit www.laurenweisman.com for more information. Go to blah, blah, blah to buy the new book URL, full URL, HTTP full URL. And everything. that forward and that forward slash. All the forward slashes, everything. Not just www. You gotta put the HTTP in there so it knows to turn it into a live link. You you'll you will thank me later because this is just the basics. If you're again, if you're not gonna have time to research keywords, at least do these few basic things, people. At least have the cop the description of your video be the press release for your album release. And put that in every video. It's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. If you put nothing up there, your video is just might as well have never been uploaded. You wasted your time. 
and you have the opportunity with videos to make them work for you down the line. You, you have to realize it's not just a music video. Talking about your influences, talking about band experiences, the more that you're optimizing and at the same time building that foundation, the more people can find it. People are finding videos of mine from two years ago that help optimize the videos that I put up two days ago. This continuity and uniformity compounds itself. And even if it might be, oh gosh, only 10 people saw that video, but it was one more time you used this keyword to allow more videos in the future. When you post any a video, a picture, a blog, anything, don't think about it as this linear thing in the moment. Think about it how it can help you next week, next month, and next year. And then your social media, your posting, your marketing becomes that much more effective. Here's one, one last tip. So you posted a whole bunch of videos. People have been watching them. Maybe three or four of them continuously get some views. Not 100 a day, but it could be, you know, 100 every month or so. A year from now, you release a new album. Go back to your most popular videos and change the first line of that description to drop in. Our new album has been released, blah, blah, blah. Here is the URL. Yes, the video has nothing to do with your new album. Doesn't matter. It's a very popular video that people are still watching today. And if you drop the URL in there for your new album, you might be able to pick up a sale or two. As of Michael, every single video I have, I have 220 videos, and I do exactly that in the call to action of every video, even well before the Artist Guide came out, is the link to buy this new book. Yep. And I, I can't get behind you even any more than I possibly already am. I mean, that's, it's so key. You can use old materials to push new traffic. Yeah, exactly. If people, you know, you don't have to do it to every video, but go in there. You can do, you can look in your video manager. And you can change the display setting from newest to most viewed. And now you'll get a chronological listing of the most popular video at the top. Take the top three, six videos that are the most popular viewed videos you got and update the copy in there to promote whatever you're doing now. It could be to promote a show. It could be to promote whatever, a new t-shirt. You've got traffic coming into those videos. Use it. Love it. All right, Lauren. I think that was a good war story. It was a little bad, and it was a little good. <laughs> <laughs> mix, it, mix it up. There you go. So uh, let's check back a couple weeks, and we'll have a few more war stories. We'll see uh, what part of the United States you're sitting in in a couple weeks. You can be on your Sounds book tour. We'll be, I'll be on the book tour, but I'm, I'm excited to announce here that I believe we're setting up for August 28th in San Francisco. Uh, Michael and I will be together. Yeah, that's going to be fun. We're going to we'll have more news together. on, on yeah. exact locations Lo location and exact and times. Yep, you got it. All right, Lauren, until, uh, until a couple weeks. Thanks, everyone. Take care.